you ever thought about how valuable it would be to get career advice from a top executive? Have you ever wondered what management really thinks about diversity? Join us as our C-suite guest shares with our Latino community their unique insights on professional development and diverse leadership. Welcome to C-Suite, the show that combines surprising leadership insights with a focus on diversity. I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor and Executive Vice President of Marketing for Alpha, New Jersey. Today, we have an impactful guest, Valentina Cordy, Certified Mindset and High Performance Coach. Valentina is an international motivational speaker, TEDx speaker, and an author. She has 10 years of experience as an executive and business coach, having coached executives from multinational companies such as Microsoft, Novartis, Coca-Cola, Nissan, Unilever, and Sephora. Her book, Success is a Mind Game, is a bestseller. Valentina studied business administration in Newport University of California, holds a master's degree in human resource management from City Unity College, is a PhD candidate doctor of philosophy in conscious business ethics at the University of Sedona, and is studying for an MSc in integrative psychotherapy. She is a Harvard Business Review Advisory Council member, an International Coaching Federation member, and affiliate coach member of Institute of Coaching, McLean, Harvard Medical School. In 2020, she was listed in ICAP Group's Leading Women of Business in Greece, and recently was awarded with the International Women of Courage 2021 Award from the International Human Rights Advisory Council, a member of the United Nations Global Compact which is dedicated to Mother Teresa. Welcome, Valentina. In this exact moment, how are you feeling? How's your energy? How's your outlook? Hi, Joe. First of all, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm feeling uh, great. Uh, I feel excited, happy to be here, especially why, um, especially because your show is devoted to diversity. And um, it might seem strange, but it's one of my uh, most favorite topics um, because um, since I was a kid, I felt uh, as if I, I was uh, mostly excluded. So, so inclusion and diversity is my thing. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting to me how different people may come to diversity differently, right? Everyone has a different path to finding its importance. And I'm sure some of that will come out in our uh, conversation uh, as we proceed. So thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. All right. Well, would love to hear about the unique value you provide. You, you've had several different types of careers and worked in, in, you know, in different companies and for different companies throughout the world. Across all of that, um, what do you feel is the unique value you provide, the thing that has helped you throughout your career? Mm -hmm. um, I think that uh, the value I provide to other people, uh, starting with myself, uh, actually, is um, I, I help people uh, feel proud about who they are, uh, their uniqueness, uh, their authenticity, and based on that, uh, create whatever they want in their career by believing, first of all, in themselves. Because uh, most of uh, people 
I think they suffer from uh, low self-confidence because uh, most of the times they think that they need to be someone else in order to succeed. So I, I support them and I help them realize that the best way to happily succeed, as I call it, is to feel about good, good about yourself, be proud about yourself, and uh, utilize whatever you have within in the best possible way to be successful in your own way. Yeah. Well, that really resonates um, a lot with me, Valentina. And I'm curious, right? So you are often working with people who society would define as successful, right? Yet mm -hmm. they, they still may have um, challenges with being confident in themselves and fully embracing who they are. So it, what have you perceived like... Like, how does this happen, right? From, from when we're a kid and we're natural and we're just so comfortable to ourselves to now we're working and, and we're well-educated, we're doing well, yet still there's that, that inability to really embrace our true selves. Can you talk to us a little bit about what you've learned over the years from people you've worked with? Mm -hmm. um, I think it, it all has to do with the feeling that uh, we are never good enough. Uh, we we have this comparison thing since even since we are kids our parents start comparing us with other children uh look at uh, john look at mary she's uh, better than you she studies harder uh, and things like that so uh we start building um a way of thinking about ourselves that uh we constantly need to improve ourselves but in a negative way thinking all the time we are not good enough, we are not competent enough, we are not enough of that, of this, etc. Um, and we come to a point that we have achieved so many things in our career or even in our life, but still we feel that we are not successful. We still don't take a moment to, to stop and um, feel good about what we have achieved so far. Um, and, and I think that um, this shows uh, also in high-level executives. You can tell that although other people admire them and they consider them high achievers, they still uh, don't feel like that about themselves. They still feel that they are not good enough. And uh, this uh, uh, turns out to, to become... Um, a nightmare for themselves, but also it becomes nightmare for, for those who work with those people. Um, when you are not satisfied with yourself, how can you be satisfied with anyone around you? Yeah, that is, um, that is an excellent sort of insight, right? It's, it's not just the impact on yourself, but if you're leading teams or you're leading an organization, how does that impact the overall culture and kind of health of, of the organization. Yeah, exactly. And um, um, talking also about uh, diversity and the uniqueness uh, of its human being, we, uh, we consider our um, different elements, uh, different qualities as uh, something negative. Most of the times we feel that we need to, to be like someone else in order to, to succeed, for example. Uh, 
uh, we read articles, we read books um, in which we find ways uh, on how to be successful. And most of the times they give us examples about other people. So we need to become someone else to be successful. Um, and, and I think that this, this is a, a huge issue for all people. Uh, so you think that if I'm, I'm different than those who are considered um, successful, then being different is something negative. I need to be similar, <laughs> not different. Yeah, it's, um, I've often wondered about that, right? Uh, if, if you become so similar to everyone else, if you become so inoffensive, right? There's nothing unusual or different about you. It, it's almost as if you don't exist anymore. You're just a made up fiction. You're, you're not like a real person. You're like a character in a book. And that's, you know, maybe safe, but it's it's boring and it, and it doesn't truly reflect your full power and, and, and abilities. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Joe. And you said the magic word, it's safe. Uh, do you know how many times in my life I felt um, uh, unsafe because I was different. I still don't understand um, in what way I am different that um, other people would see me as something dangerous. Since I was a kid, I, I felt that my um, uh, my diversity was something like a dangerous point to other people. Uh, so they would prefer to exclude me not because of my skin color, because I live in Greece, we didn't have such issues, or I don't know, or because I was a girl, just because I was me, and I'm still me. <laughs> uh, I, I have my own way of thinking, I have my own way of expressing myself. Uh, I am who I am, and I feel good about myself. But that was too dangerous for other people. I don't know why. So it would be safer for me if I, I wouldn't be that different <laughs> to them. Yeah. But then I wouldn't be myself. Yeah, what's what's interesting to me about what you're saying, Valentina, is it almost has less to do with who you are and more to do with how other people, their comfort level at, at dealing with things that maybe they're not used to. Like it's it's I don't want to say it's their problem, but it's it's like there's not anything inherently wrong with what you're doing, it's it's that people are having trouble in their own mind like or ability to accept something that's not what's expected, that's not comfortable for them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I speak many times about the challenges I, I faced since I was a kid and uh, I chose to be strong in order to, to handle them. Uh, so I, I heard sometimes in my life that the problem is that um, uh, I look too strong and I look too perfect uh, while handling my, my challenges. Uh, so, yes, the problem is with the other people who are scared with the others who, um, who try to handle their own challenges or to, to see life in, from a perspective uh that it's the the most effective perspective to handle whatever comes to you and because they feel incompetent they feel incompetent uh in front of uh, such situations they prefer to find fault in you yeah 
Yeah, I, I think that sort of situation can can resonate with with, with many people who are who are listening. Um, so I know you deal with uh, with people a lot and sort of advising people for their careers and and their leadership. What have you found that never really fails to surprise you uh, about the people that you're you're working with? What never fails me fails to surprise me. Um, how um, how much people think less of themselves. Uh, I don't know if, if there is a, a, a worldwide uh, expression, but here in Greece, we, we say when um, a person can't see his or her own value, we say, take my own eyes to see how I see you. Oh. So uh, it, it's, it's a pity that people can't see how much they can achieve how much strong they are how much value they have um and this never fails to surprise me actually it's it's really interesting right because um you know i've had moments in my career where uh perhaps my my perception or my confidence was not you know very high and you know, one of the things I tried to do was think about all the amazing things I've done and the accomplishments. And that doesn't really help because you're still seeing yourself through these eyes of someone who doesn't have the confidence, right? So if you give that same list to someone else, they'd be like, oh, wow, you did all these things. But you're not seeing it through their eyes. You're seeing it through your eyes, which is lacking confidence at the moment. So it's exactly what you said. It's like they don't see things the way perhaps someone else might see it yeah uh, i mean take the example when you want to help someone and you just start throwing out arguments about uh, all the past successes they they have had and they say oh that one oh that's nothing oh that one this is also nothing it's it's not important uh, it's it's not uh, it's not a big deal so they belittle everything and you say Come on. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, you just described um, many conversations I had with my wife during that period where she would say those things and, and nothing she could say like was something that I couldn't argue down, right? And say, oh, but someone helped me or oh, I just got lucky. And and again, it's what you yeah. said. If, if you're not seeing it, right, the right way, there's nothing anyone else can do. There's nothing you can even do yourself to sort of fix it unless you unless you switch that filter, so to speak. Yeah, but if we see the same thing achieved by someone else, mm -hmm. we think it's huge, it's, it's great achievement. Mm -hmm. And um, in this case, it's them having achieved that, but when it comes to us, it's luck that helped us. <laughs> So talk to us a little bit about how are people able to make that shift, right? So you have these high achieving people, objectively, societally, maybe organizationally, they are high performers, right? But maybe the, in, inside they're, they're, they haven't matched that up yet. What kind of happens to, for people to be able to make that shift between I'm not so sure to, yes, let's go do more? Mm -hmm. I think um, 
the core for everything is um, finding the, the real reason why you need to keep moving forward. Sometimes we set goals that, again, have to do with other people and how we want them to see us. And if they uh, will think that we are competent and uh, um, we are strong or whatever, um, but these uh, kind of goals don't really talk to our own heart and they don't really represent something important to us. Um, so um, for me, this is also a sign that maybe we are heading towards the wrong direction. So sometimes we keep giving uh, reasons uh, why we can't do something because actually we don't want to do something. So for me, in these cases, is also a good um, opportunity to stop and ask ourselves, does this really matter to me? Um, and if it does, why? If you find um, a very important why for you, not for the others, and not just to prove yourself, but something that it's meaningful to you, and it's beyond uh, just uh, hearing from other people that you are successful or congratulations or something like that, but uh, much, much deeper, uh, then you start indeed believing in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself, then uh, you won't find the strength to, to reach what is so important to you. Um, so I can, I can tell for myself that Whenever I, I was about to, to give up and I felt that uh, uh, maybe I'm not that good enough to achieve something, um, I started focusing more on why I want to, to achieve that goal. And uh, the, the desire was getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So uh, I couldn't give to myself the option to give up. I would say that, okay, it doesn't matter if you are perfect or not. It doesn't matter if you are that good or not. All it matters is um, that at least you need to, to try to, to make your, your dream real. So the desire uh, got so huge that I, I couldn't stop. And this, uh, was what's the, uh, this was what was important to me. Um, and I think that this is, a, this is the secret here, to focus more on how much you want something and forget all about yourself, all about proving yourself, uh, whether you have the skills or not. You, uh, you will find the skills, you will um, activate whatever you have within you if what you want to achieve is a burning desire for you. Yeah, I, I, I feel like you're pointing to something, uh, a very important distinction here, which totally resonates with me. The, the difference between this sort of um, external validation or external pursuit of goals versus what's internally true to you. You, you said purpose, you said why. I mean, people describe mm -hmm. it different ways, but I think it's all pointing at the same thing. Like, what is truly, what are you meant to do or what's the value you're meant to provide and how do you grow into that? Is, is so much more powerful than how do I check these boxes on the career ladder that I'm supposed to get to, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And um, 
if uh, the um, motivation is external, uh, you, you get to that point that you are supposed to go and you don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. You feel really empty within. Uh, and then you also feel unhappy and you feel uh, unfulfilled. Uh, so then you say, okay, I reached here, but it doesn't make any difference. Uh, and if you keep going like that, then you start questioning yourself. You start questioning your career. You start questioning your life. Uh, and this is uh, how you get into the trap of um, uh, creating even more excuses and uh, finding faults uh, in yourself in order not to 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 do whatever it takes to, to reach the next goal. If the next goal is, is also... Uh, a goal that it's not meaningful to you, uh, you don't want to do it, in essence. Yeah. You pretend yeah. because yeah. you have to. Wow, wow, absolutely. Well, that's actually a, a, a fantastic segue into the next thing I wanted to ask you about. So, you know, folks who are listening, um, you know, they want to succeed. They want to continue to grow, uh, you know, professionally. And, you know, we're going to make mistakes along the way. And it's kind of nice to have a chance to learn from others' mistakes. So I wanted to ask you, um, what do a lot of people get wrong about how to succeed? Um, I think that what they get wrong, it's not about uh, how to succeed. It's um, when they they are supposed to feel happy and fulfilled uh, during the journey to success. They believe that they uh, can't feel happy and they cannot be excited till they get to the final point of their destination. So they torture themselves. They put a lot of pressure to themselves. Uh, till they reach to the final point of their destination. And they miss their whole journey. And I think um, uh, it's, it's pretty cliche to say that uh, it's the journey that matters, not the, <laughs> the final destination. But it, it's true. Everything is a process. Uh, it's, it's not about reaching the end goal. It's about how you get there. For me, success um is a way of living uh it's not just a point it's every point it's waking up in the morning and looking forward to take the next step towards your vision the way you want to to see yourself in this life the way you want to see yourself as a business person the way you want to experience your career um so it's a process. It's a continuous process. Uh, and it's not worth it. Life is too short to, to wait to feel happy, to feel fulfilled, only, only when you reach a specific point. What's, yeah. what's the point in that? So yeah. um, I think that we need to, to rethink the way we see success. And instead of just... Um, Putting everything we have 
and focusing only uh, at the top of the mountain, just focus on the whole uh, route till the top of the mountain. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that really resonates. And, and you always hear stories about people who do make it to the top of the mountain and it's, you know, it's empty. The feeling is empty. And maybe, just maybe, they're alone because they've pushed down and discarded everyone in their pursuit to get to the top. So there's no one, whether it's, you know, personal or professional, to really share and enjoy that with because you've burnt all that during during the journey. So to use your analogy, the that they have not appreciated the journey because everyone everything was um, sacrificed to the final destination. Yeah, exactly. Um, I usually say, uh, what's the worth of uh, succeeding uh, if you lose yourself through the process? Mm-hmm. You get there and you have lost everything else. Success is um, a combination of many things. It's a combination of uh, enjoying, first of all, uh, what you're doing. It's very important. Creating memories during the process. It's also taking the time to rest and do other stuff that you enjoy in life because this refills your energy to to get back on the game. Uh, very energized to continue. And this is also very important. I don't believe that we need to focus only on our goal. We need to, and I wouldn't talk about balance, but uh, we, we have many parts as human beings. We are not only business persons, or we don't only have personal life. We have many aspects in our life. So we need to, to enjoy all of them. Um, uh, success is like a puzzle, and each piece of the puzzle is really important. If you miss one part, then the puzzle is not uh, complete. Yeah. Well, what's what's interesting to me um, about what you're describing is I'm just going to call your approach not that common or not that typical, right? Like I think about people that um, I've seen in my career and luckily, I have had some mentors who who did subscribe to sort of your way of, of having that complete life. But I'd say more often than not, most leaders I've seen are more, you know, sacrificing everything. And you don't feel that, that they have all their priorities um, in balance. So I think it's so important that we model that for other people, right? Because people who, who are junior to us are going to learn like, okay, you know, Valentina's gotten where she has, she's a certain way, I have to be like her to get there. And and if they mm-hmm. have that wrong kind of model, then we're actually perpetuating this in, in others. Yeah, exactly. Uh, to be honest, Joe, I tried one way and I tried the other way. Mm-hmm. Uh, focusing only uh, on your goals makes you miserable, <laughs> makes you unhappy, makes you yeah. burned out. And this yeah. is a reality. We can see everywhere nowadays people who are burned out because of this uh, one only thing that I need to focus. Uh, this is why we are at that point where we talk about uh, well-being in, our, in our, uh, organizations and companies. This is why we have changed and we are starting to change even more our mindset as regards uh, to success. Um, 
so uh, this one thing only, um, according to my experience, is not sustainable. And if we want to create a, a sustainable, happy success, we need to take care of ourselves, first of all. Uh, I, I, I myself have reached to that point where I felt miserable because I was focusing only on uh, my job and on succeeding um, specific milestone, in specific milestones. Um, but it doesn't feel good. So uh, this is where you need to constantly stop and ask yourself, okay, I'm doing that, but the way I'm doing that, am I happy? Mm -hmm. yeah. Am I feeling okay? If, if not, if the answer is no, then I need to, to add extra pieces to this, uh, to this route, to this journey. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So important. And, and I hope folks figure it out maybe earlier than you and I did. <laughs> hope so. Yeah, yeah. All right, great. Well, let's proceed to the shout out where we widen the circle a little bit. And I would love to hear from you, who is a leader or a person who's passionate about diversity that the people should really learn more about? Uh, okay. Um, we usually talk about um, huge role models, international role models, but um, I want to... Um, to focus mostly in my micro world here in Greece. Um, almost one year ago, I, I met a, a great leader, I would say. Um, his uh, his uh, name is um, Jacobos Kargarotos. Um, he's um, the Corporate Affairs Director and Vice President of a um, company called Papastratos, which is a subsidiary company of uh, Philip Morris International. And um, I had the pleasure to have one meeting, uh, one online meeting actually with him. He's very passionate about um, diversity and inclusion. And it's one of those people who um, actually, when you uh, read his post on LinkedIn, you can tell that um, diversity and inclusion for this person is not just a trend, is not a part of his role. For his own reason, I don't know what that reason is, to be honest. He really walks his talk. He means uh, his, uh, his words. Uh, he's really authentic about this topic. And I experienced that uh, myself with the way he had a conversation with me. And um, I really admire him for who he is and his humbleness and how he feels about people and how he... Um, participates in various uh, initiatives that have to do with treating everyone in an equal way and respecting everyone and giving uh, all people equal opportunities. Um, so for me, he's a great example. Um, and I hope we, we have uh, many more like him worldwide. Yeah, absolutely. If we, you know, for, for those roles or, or even just any position in an organization, we need more people like that who are truly 
um, for whatever their reasons are, are truly in tune and 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 trying to do their best in in that area and are passionate about it. So thank you so much for uh, shedding light on on his contribution, Valentina. Yeah, I I believe that uh, we shouldn't talk about um, only those famous people who okay they do great job, but there are so many everyday heroes. Mm-hmm. in every country that we should um, uh, shed more light on them and they should also be role models for other people and uh, for example of course Mr. Cargarotos is a high level executive also uh, here in Greece um, and he's doing great he, he does great job uh, but still um, he he uh, he's um, uh, he's an example of uh, people who are not that famous, but still uh, they are doing great uh, job uh, through the initiatives they support. Excellent, excellent. Well, Valentina, it's been a real pleasure talking to you today. I've learned so much about confidence and and the journey. Uh, and really, you know, the importance of purpose. Um, how can people in the audience learn more uh, about you and the services you provide and, and the organizations that you're passionate about? Mm-hmm. Thank you for asking, Joe. Uh, first of all, they can find me on social media, especially on LinkedIn with my name, Valentina Corby. Uh, they can uh, learn more about me and my work uh, on my website, www.valentinacordi.com, uh, or they can even contact me via email uh, at info at valentinacordi.com. Excellent. Well, thank you, Valentina, for being our guest on C-Suite, the show that provides surprising leadership insights with a focus on diversity. Actually, it was my pleasure, and I should thank you. Thank you for listening to C-Suite. Alpha's purpose is connecting Latino leaders for impact. To learn more, go to alpha.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review or share with a trusted friend or colleague. Remember, with the right perspective, amazing things can happen.